0: And welcome to another episode of Nerds Amalgamated. Thanks for joining us again this week. Uh, with me, I, I'm Buck, your host. With me, I have the professor. Hello. How are you going this week? Pretty uh, all right. Such enthusiasm. That's two words that don't go together well. <laughs> there's, there's so much enthusiasm in that too. Like, Well, I was if like... You're, if you're uh, any more excited, you'd work at Coles. <laughs> I started off thinking, you know what?
1: It's been pretty good. And then I thought, no, wait, my escape room went entirely wrong. They all escaped? Yes. (laughs) So I fried my SD card the night before. Oh, no. Well, that's bad. So I lost all my code because I'm too dumb to keep a backup.
0: Ah, well. And the other other voice you hear chattering in the background there, like a chipmunk, is the DJ. (coughs) Hey, all. Oh no, now he's gone he's gone to the donkey from Winnie the Pooh, he's Eeyore.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I feel so down. I feel so down.
0: Well, I didn't ask you how you're going.
2: <laughs>
0: nobody nobody gives a darn. Uh sorry, I had to I had to pull you on that. Um, so everyone's excited. It's only a week to go until Comic Con. Comic oh. over. Sleeping over. It, well, it's a Comic-Con. Yeah, my name's copyrighted. Yeah, copyright, schmoppy, right? <laughs> We're Australia. So to, to all the lawyers and the American attitude, <laughs> stick it where it fits.
2: I, I say, Buck, you are not popular in the law, law courts, are, are you? I don't know. don't really go asking them
0: whether I'm popular or not. <laughs> But reality is... There's a um, reason Buggy's recording
1: in the uh, Panamanian Embassy tonight.
0: (laughs) That's supposed to be a secret. (laughs) But, then again, maybe I am popular at the law courts because if I'm recording in the Panamanian Embassy, I must be keeping a lot of burger flippers out of McDonald's and employed. (laughs) But let's get on with the show. This week we're going to be talking about how the US Feds are allowing... Hold on, I want to hear the DJ read this one off. This is just, yeah. I want to hear him make the mistake again. (laughs) Can you give us this one and try and do it in English?
2: So basically this week's episode we'll be talking about the US Feds... No, no, no,
0: just the story, just the story. Just the headline,
1: tell us the headline.
2: The headline. Oh, what have I done?
1: <laughs> Screwed so, up three times. That's what you've done.
2: <laughs> oh, so it's the US Fed's allowing DRM, which is digital rights media for for the uninitiated, uh, cracking to preserve um, abandoned internet-based games.
0: <laughs> so they're not preserving abandoned internet games, which is what you've typed here. And the other day you had it that they were cracking down on on internet games or something. No, they're not they're not actually pickling that and putting it in a jar like pickled onions or jam. They're actually allowing hackers to get in there and preserve the games. Yeah. Basically,
1: they've expanded the exemption to the DMCA, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, to allow people to crack online games and create ha- fan servers when they shut down until now they've had an exemption where you can crack abandoned games single player offline games mm-hmm. but games with an online component weren't included which means that uh, people weren't technically allowed to do this even though a lot of them do anyway mm-hmm. but they've uh, finally come around and decided they understand preservation
0: about time I've, I've, yeah. I've got to say, I'm actually impressed. The American government is actually doing something right. Yes, I did say that. Don't you're not <laughs> hearing things. Um, actually, I heard somewhere during the week also. Um, uh, what was that game we used to play at the libraries and so forth on the internet? Um, RuneScape is apparently oh, yes. coming to a mobile platform near you.
1: It came out yesterday, and They've had the highest player count in years. Mm. You got it. it. And it's the old school Greenscape dating back to about 2007, I think. Oh, old school. Yeah. Well, they've got three variations. There's (laughs) the old 2D one, which Mm -hmm. shut down like a couple of decades ago. Then they brought in the 3D one and kept improving that for about 10 years. Then they released RuneScape 3, as -hmm. in number 3. I know my voice can be tricky with that. And uh, people didn't like it. So they released old-school RuneScape, which was RuneScape 2, and now they have it on mobile. And you can't play RuneScape 3 on mobile. So I'm hoping this... um, I haven't played in years and years, but I'm hoping this is a sign that they've picked up on what people want to play.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: People people don't have to keep paying money to play games that are fun. But, yeah, um, so it's the... Is it the fair use law or something that allows the preservation of these games? Yes, it's uh, being merged in under fair use. Oh, there you go. So if you've got any games that that are online games that have essentially been abandoned, and what's the I can't see a definition of abandoned in the article. No, it doesn't actually seem to have one here. DJ, can you find one for us online somewhere there? Or...
2: Uh, on this article?
0: This no, it's not on the art- not in the article, but can you do a quick look at that for us?
2: Abandoned internet games, hey?
0: Well, what does, what does abandoned mean under the article: I've always thought it was a fairly grey term. Yeah, that's the reason why I'm, I'm just a bit curious about what they mean by that.
2: So, as in, yeah. like, unrest- uh, from the proper definitions, so just having being deserted or left, and yeah, unrest- so I'm
1: curious about the legal definition they're using for this uh, law, oh. though.
2: Legal definition well, if you are talking about if we're talking about abandoned property in a sense,
0: no, about online game, that
1: squatting rights,
2: okay, abandoned.
0: See the see the links we go to for you folk? We're we're con, we're concerned to make sure that we give you the full story.
2: Uh I don't really see anything, but there's an interesting article which may come to your attention, similar to the article in question.
0: About what? About this. What well, you gotta tell us what it is instead of.
2: Uh this- I'm just having a look at it, so Approved by the Librarian of Congress, it's limited legal right for video game preservationists to restore games. Um, Ah, Abandonware.
0: I just found that, so I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I can't see anything obvious, but they do have restrictions. You have to legally obtain the the files, Mm -hmm. server files. So, unfortunately, it doesn't cover just any game that's gone under. But hopefully it, it'll uh create an avenue to partic- petition uh studios to release their assets of abandoned games
0: okay
2: so the question I would ask is what what's the statute of limitation for this for this new ruling? Will it be ten years or twenty years?
0: Well, that was what we're trying to find out' That's what I was hoping you could find for us but okay unfortunately, we can't seem to find a clear outline. I'm, Look, I'd have to go deep diving into the American legal stuff. Oh, don't do that. We like you not having your brain melted. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's one of those things. I do it occasionally, and just yeah, I used to come out in a pretty bad sort of frame of mind. Up, oh, hang on, here we go.
2: Here's a PDF. Mach- Machinima and Laurel. So, what on- abandoned online games would you like to see come back per se? <coughs>
0: I'd like to see well, there's a lot of games that have been around, but I don't know like whether they've been online games or not, but um like call of duty, the original um used to be a land thing, but I'd love to see that sort of stuff and battlefield nineteen forty two
2: nice nice
1: yeah battlefield nineteen forty two is still pretty well supported though. Yeah. You can still download it and get it running on a new computer using um, Origin.
0: So, yeah, there's a link to a PDF I just posted there. Um, it's pretty, it actually deals with, with um, where someone's actually do it, pursuing a law case mm-hmm. in relation to copyright stuff. So,
2: there's one. Um online game I would like to see come back, the old-school Command and Conquer games. They were pretty fun to play with.
0: Yeah, but see, you you had a big rant at me after E3. Okay, Bucky, this is um the wrong article here that you've got.
1: This is from 2005, and it's about Machinima, which is stuff yeah. like Red vs. Blue.
0: Okay. Oh, I, I hadn't read through that one completely. It was just, yeah, All will right, I'll kill that one. But, yeah... After I remember after E3, the DJ sitting there and having a rant at me about how Red Dead, well, um, Command and Conquer, Red Alert, and so forth, was coming onto a mobile platform.
1: Oh yes, that uh, shitty mobile game.
0: But and but when I asked him about how long is it since he last actually played the game, he said two years.
2: I said, how long is it since you last spent money on the game?
0: He said two years.
2: But my point still stands. It's still a shitty remake. And guess what happened afterwards? A few years afterwards, um, EA said, we're going to remaster the whole Command & Conquer games and bring them back.
0: Well, that can't be a few years after because it was only this year.
2: No, I meant like after a few years after the old games that that got canned, they said, okay, we're going to remaster the old ones and bring them back.
0: Yeah, but they're the ones who brought it into a mobile platform. And people started playing it, it, so they figured there must be enough interest in it to do it, which is what I said might happen.
2: Hang a second. rivals. Yeah. yeah. But, but anyway,
0: uh, let's get back on to topic here. Yeah. Um, I think I've found
1: um, an article that might tell me what the legal definition is. Okay. So in most cases, um. <clears throat> Abandonware is regarded as a subset of an orphan work. Which mm-hmm. is where a, the rights holders are uncontactable or you can't work out who they are uh, in the US. Oh, I've gone four clicks on Wikipedia. I've only got two more till Hitler. Woohoo! Zikair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Buck is channeling is in the Hitler.
0: No, you know German, thank you. Um, I don't, I don't actually, think you okay. put in that really, really tight brown pants that Hitler used to wear. <laughs> That's the reason why he's always so grumpy. Do you notice that? Whenever you see pictures of Hitler when he's doing stuff, when he's doing his speeches and all that, and he's looking really, really angry and and (laughs) going right off his chops, he's always standing in a really uncomfortable pose as though he's he's chafed really badly (laughs) because he's got too much um, starch or whatever in his pants and he's just got a massive rash or something happening. And so he's like,
2: I'm going to kick you for this. (laughs) i'm so uncomfortable you're gonna say something professor
1: yeah so it doesn't seem like there's a specific time frame archive.org which is fairly uh reliable with working out what they can release uh, Mm -hmm. is including stuff up until 1941 currently public domain in the us ends at 1923 because uh the company represented by a mouse, which I will not name for fear of legal retribution, keeps extending the copyright uh, period. Mm-hmm. And Happy Trust, which is a book archiving project, has um, orphan works up until 1963. So obviously, there are no games that quite fit into that time frame. So I can only guess that they will follow the uh, definition that it's just any game where you can't contact the copyright holder.
0: Actually, I'm looking at, um, in the article, he talks about the hearing for James Clarendon who was working oh, yes. at 2K Games. <clears throat> and it was because they hadn't actually properly archived and preserved all the game's files in one place. They weren't able to reissue the full original game. Yes. So the original fun. copyright owners can't produce all the original work associated If I remember correctly, uh, one
1: of the ROMs on the NES Mini Mm -hmm. was actually got artifacts from a uh, technically illegal ROM dumping program. And they worked out that uh, Nintendo has been downloading their ROMs from the same sites that they have been suing to shut down recently so Uh that they can release them in NES Minis.
0: Ah, well then, there you go. Yeah, that's the paragraph. I'll just put it there. Put that up as part of the show notes as a highlight. Um, But yeah, that's basically saying that because it's not archived correctly in one location, they can't prove that they have ownership of all the components.
1: So that means they can't find the original high definition assets. Yes. So they can't include them like as a uh, a high-resolution texture pack or anything.
0: Yep. It also means, like, their ownership of the copyright is questionable. Okay. If you can't, if you can't re-release it, it calls into question the ownership of the copyright. It's one of the... Like, I'm not a lawyer, but if you're not able to re-release it, you, it's raising questions about your ownership of the copyright or the material. Okay. So, because Bioshock's only how old? Okay, like, 11 years now, yeah. 11 years. Well, there you go. See, they scoured all the computers of the employees and was to try and put it all back together. And they weren't able to re to d- do so for a re release. So, therefore, if they're not able to re release it because they can't prove they own all that software, you got to wonder whether that actually raises questions about the rest of the product. Because, DJ. Draft an email to EA.
1: The man that they re-released uh, June 2, or we will march on them and force them to release it because they obviously <laughs> do not own <earn> the copyright. <laughs> Public domain!
0: <laughs> well, it's a le- it's, it's, that's how the law works. Like, I've spent enough time around lawyers to know that it's those legal technicalities is what they thrive on. And That actually raises questions about ownership of copyright now. Oh,
2: that would be be funny. So 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 it's proven now that Buck is famous with the lawyers. Not famous with the lawyers. I usually sit back and
0: try to avoid being noticed because they're more likely to see people. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're not Elvis. You haven't got Uh it. (laughs) Uh-huh. 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 It's
2: uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, uh But, um... still not right. So, still... So... The question i would be asking is: so, is this? Could this? So you're saying this might be a loophole percent in an essence.
0: Well, that's pretty
1: much exactly what I've said. So, DJ, what you're saying is that you think that what, like you said, (laughs) is a loophole. (laughs) Nah, it couldn't be.
2: But which? So, which timeline are you saying this loophole is trying to? um... Well,
0: DJ's Um, been sucked into a parallel dimension. His his microphones moved away from his face. DJ, are you there? Yes, I am. Ah, all right, because your microphone just vanished. Ah, uh,
2: okay. You're still kind He's of You're
0: still... distant. Come back to us, DJ. Come back to us.
2: <sighs> oh, I'm still Baby, alive. come back. <laughs> oh, I
0: wouldn't go that far. <laughs>
2: come Baby, off. come back. But yeah, so switch timeline. So. From what year to well, what year one is this... Time, it's
0: one timeline. We, we're we not we're not Marvel hippies with multiple timeline
2: universes. <laughs> I'm saying from which year to which year is this loophole um present?
0: Well, I'd, we haven't established that. That's what the whole discussion has been about, was trying to establish a, a timeline. So it going based on Bioshock, if it hasn't been archived, it looks like it's a decade or, or so. Okay. That it might be. But that would be something for lawyers to look at. And what's that guy that does the podcast on YouTube, where he's a copyright lawyer? Oh, YouTuber Absolutely Law. YouTuber Law. That'd be something for him to look at. He'd get he'd get excited about that. <laughs> Shout out to someone who's not a member of the TNC podcast, but yeah, he he. I know you said it. Zane's gonna come after us now. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I think Zane will allow this one because I'm I'm saying that the guy's not really all that exciting to listen to, but he gets excited about the law stuff. And the DJs sent me a, a couple of links to his stuff.
2: But some it does sound
0: like the sort of stuff that DJ would get excited about. What yeah.
2: law? What's the law stuff with the uh, with in terms of the gaming burst? Like, what was this latest one? About the, um... I'm going bit
1: closer to the microphone,
0: not
2: too yeah. much. Yeah. I honestly
0: don't know what his latest one is, but I'm not a social justice warrior.
2: Oh, no, this, this wasn't social justice. This was about Star Citizen.
0: Uh-huh. But, yeah, look, honestly, um, I can't see a clear area there, um, can't provide a clear answer without going full in-depth research, and we're in the middle of the podcast, so we can't actually sit there and start doing that. Um, so, but it raises questions, as you've seen with us tonight. Folks, so something to consider. Now, do we want to do a quick mention <coughs> about Fallout seventy six? Ah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah kind of there. the story, of DJ. Yeah,
2: what?
0: <laughs> it's not the DJ story. It's mine. It's mine. Oh, well, the <laughs> DJ was just in... having a whinge to me before you got here. Ah, uh, yeah, well, I'm, that's I'm normal. Not. I was um, just, yeah. I found an article which was talking about, um. The Fallout 76 has, beta has apparently got a bug, which is deleting the entire 50 gigabytes of the game.
2: Yeah, that does kind of suck.
0: So you, apparently you get some message pop-up, and if you push a button, it just issues, a, issues some sort of freeze issue problem, and then it deletes the entire beta forcing you to re-download it, it all over again.
2: Ah, uh, that sucks. Uh, at least I, it's
1: not as bad as the time Eve Online deleted your boot any. and basically bricked your OS.
2: <laughs> oh, that's got to that, be another... That's got to be kicking kick in the teeth. Well, But uh, I've, I've got a bit of a gripe with uh, Fallout 76 at the moment. That's basically <coughs> with, uh, it's basically with... It's... Be- beta is going at the current stage where people have already got the beta and they're doing this lim- and Bethesda is doing this limited time only beta sessions, which is really
1: frustrating. Well, this is going to be the third time I've explained it to you, but they're doing it so they get everyone at once and stress test the service.
2: Yeah, that, uh, that 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 was. Uh, I just wanted to air out my grief about it, but yeah, I I agree with you there. The whole stress testing, but I was just wondering, like, but Beth- with Bethesda being as popular as Blizzard, like you would think that they would have like adaptive servers at at the, at on its first day kind of thing.
1: This is Bethesda. You can't expect them to do anything right. If they and, did things um... right, you wouldn't need to install like wait a year and install a multi-gigabyte patch to fix the bugs. But like then, a yeah, fan-made patch.
0: But then again, the other thing is um, you also have the fact that if you're going to stress test something, aren't you going to do it in a way that you want to see what the tolerances are to make it break? Just thinking outside the box here, yeah, that, that might yeah. be the reason why they're doing it, is they want to see how much pressure it takes so they know exactly what's required. Rather than just having a waste of resources um, because servers aren't cheap, so instead of wasting money and <coughs> material, let's not overload and so forth. Let's see what take, what, what's actually required. I think that's the whole purpose of stress testing.
1: They also want to know what happens when they do overload the servers.
0: Yeah, like something good might happen. They... we. He, It might actually open a portal into another universe. Who knows?
1: (laughs) That or it'll just glitch out and people will get infinite bottle caps. Ooh, infinite bottle caps. I'd say
0: there's about 50-50.
2: Although by then Bethesda would create a patch just to go, okay, we're deleting all the infinite bottle caps.
0: No, sorry. You've already given them to me. You're not taking them away. (laughs) I'll get my lawyers onto you. Your game made the mistake. You're not taking it from me. (laughs) Stop it. Um, but yeah, no, just an interesting article there that yeah, it was the entire 50 gig getting deleted because of a, a glitch in the.
2: Like, I, I myself have downloaded the um, pa- the beta as well, and it's 46 gigs basically, the whole yeah, thing,
0: well, close enough to 50 gigs to not yeah. be that much of an issue,
2: yeah. But still, I'm I'm just really a bit fussed about the whole limited time only betas, but oh. eh, but still, oh, like,
1: I'm on the internet. So honestly, I'm surprised you managed to download it before release.
2: <laughs> hey, By the time his, we managed to internet... download
1: most online games, they've already died
0: off. <coughs> the, the, he, you got to remember that with E3, he was always ahead of us in the live streaming. <laughs> so I don't know how so... that works. He, his internet sucks at so many other things. But at it's... two o'clock or whatever in the morning, when we're struggling, when, when we're going through watching something, suddenly he's. Five seconds ahead of it, (laughs) and not only that, but
1: he still can't manage to download a game on time for our games night.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Hey, what can I say? Only
0: a week behind. (laughs)
2: What can I say? Off. What can I say? Off peak is such a fast time. Internet is fast off peak. Yeah.
0: Anyway, moving along. Um... Just before
1: we do, though, I just want to say the um, I brought up the Eve online blog post for the show notes. Okay. And the author's name is the best name I've ever
0: heard. What Dr. is it?
1: Erlander S. Thorsteinsen.
0: Can you say that again in English?
1: No, because it's Icelandic.
0: <laughs> I have to have to have a look at this because I could but hardly understand what you were saying.
2: Dr. Erlander S. Thorsteinsson. My god, this is much more this is much higher than the than the professor saying Guillermo del Toro. Well Hey, so in Iceland, no uh, matter Bell what... Uh,
0: oh, no. Thorsteinson Thor, Thor
1: Your last name is your father's name with son or mm. uh, your mother's name with daughter,
0: yeah.
1: uh, depending on your gender. And um, that means his dad was named Thorstein.
0: Yep. So in other words, he, he's, his father was a godly beer mug. <laughs> <laughs> The beer mug only those of the pure of heart can lift. No, 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 no! It's just Icelandic. This isn't Marvel hippies. <laughs> so so Thor Thorstein uh, got Thor was the god of thunder. So you got to wonder what what thunder are they talking about there? Was it he had a thundering voice or was nah, it? Nah, was, nah, 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 nah. Or was it just after he had a few beers, he um, had a, a thunderous um, blurt?ing Oh no. Yes, we all know people who, when they drink and have, get a little bit drunk, they they fart. Well, maybe maybe that's what his dad was named after. Anyway, now that I've offended somebody from a different country all of Scandinavia, not all of Scandinavia. I'm sure that sure the the Swedish and the uh, Norwegians are going to love me for picking on the Iceland.
1: Yeah, but they all follow uh, the same religion. Oh. Well they did.
0: Ooh. Mate, you 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 just you you just climbed up the wrong pole on that one. I think we should just move <laughs> right away. Just back away slowly. Oh that is just such a dangerous area to be in. That's <laughs> that's
1: almost a DJ's. Icelanders come and kidnap me and arrest me and take me to your beautiful country.
2: Yeah. Oh I can man.
0: just see so many things going wrong with what you just said.
2: <laughs> anyway, and, moving
0: along, um, what have you got for us, DJ? Ah,
2: uh, so I've got some interesting news in terms of Avatar, the movie, in terms uh, in regards to the sequels we're getting pretty soon, such <laughs> as we're getting a new logo and I, and I said it right, a new logo, better than the old logo. <laughs> How's it better? Oh it's a new new art new artwork and a new um, font for the for the avatar I'm writing it looks so nice very nice better than the better than the old papyrus looking font
0: Okay.
2: yeah and um it's hard to describe it but um they even got the uh symbol really cool as well which has the eight uh, which has the a logo with um I don't know with with the um the, the, mighty the bird, bird
0: things that they ride, yeah.
2: Yeah, the mighty bird. Huh. Oh, so, although kind of although it kind of looks like the Avengers logo, but cooler. And it's
1: not a Marvel movie, so of course it's cooler.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you hippie.
2: <laughs> but can, yeah. Can it's... you
0: tell us what the um bird from Avatar is for?
2: Um being... Alan. That's not Bob. The car. Oh wait, what was it called? It's a Karaka something. Hang a second. Avatar birds. It's kar- the mightiest banshees? of them.
0: Hmm? Aren't they banshees?
2: They are the banshees, but the biggest one. It's called um turuk makto. Uh, ah. The Turok makto. That's the big. That's the king of the birds.
0: Sorry, is that the one that they that they used in the logo there?
2: Yeah, the one in the, the in the in the logo. It looks like the Turok makuto. M- Maktor, that's one. Turuk T- Maktor, that's yeah. What's it? What does it mean? It means.
0: Now, <laughs> no one no, um, remember my failure of pronunciation. Yes,
2: <laughs>
0: I'll, I just just so you're aware, I did tell the DJ that you need to be careful about picking on you for mispronouncing stuff, given the fact that he's epically failed a number of times.
2: But Yeah, um, I I think the logo looks really nice. It looks it's a step away from the old. Old logo, I th- I'd say.
0: Um, just to correct you on one thing though, the Turok Mokto. Yeah. Is a Nazi individual who successfully manages to ride the great Leon o- Leon Oak Turix. So the uh, rider is Turok Mokto.
2: I thought it was. Then uh, they said like in the Then mo- I saw the movie. They said like, "Yep, this is the uh, Turok Mokto."
0: No, that's what they call the guy who rides it.
2: No, no, actually no. The not na- wait, I think I've got something. The, the Navi yeah, the- Um
0: I've just have a look at the link I just gave you.
2: Yeah, I've I'm also got I've also got another link which says that the it's a Navi name, it's Turok. The Mukto is the guy name. Hmm. So Turok it's the gra- it's the name of the great Lena Pek Yes. But the Mukto is some it's some guy, so
0: <laughs> Yeah, but they call the Turok Mokto is the rider.
2: Yeah, the writer is Turok Mokto, but Turok is the bird's name. Huh.
0: So, you see, you got other news over there. You know, yeah, ago, um, And what else?
2: So we've got logo, and we've got Sigourney Weaver saying that um. They're...
0: Sigourney, not Sigourney.
2: Sigourney. So,
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so. Alan Ropley.
2: <laughs> so, Oliens. So, hmm?
0: Wasn't she in Oleons?
2: <laughs> Very funny, fellas. Very funny.
0: <laughs> and and Fort Day the fifteenth.
2: <laughs> so basically, they're saying um, Sigourney Weaver is saying that um, they've not only begun work on Avatar two, but they've apparently begun work on Avatar four and five, which have that da- which has never doubted, but perhaps overzealous. Uh, James Cameron's decision for making four sequels, basically.
0: Well, it worked for Rocky.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's cool to see. Um, but it's interesting how Sigourney Weaver is in, in in the series, even though her character has basically died. In well man, spoilers! One. Oh come on, come on! It's been how long since the first Avatar movie? I don't
0: know. It doesn't mean people haven't want- Hiring for your
1: small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I may not have watched it yet. I still haven't seen Citizen Kane. and Someone spoiled the, um, the ending for me. Oh, sorry about that.
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Just for all those wondering, but
2: 2009—that um, was the last time Avatar. That was the—that was when the Avatar movie came. Out. But you
0: see, Avatar is one of those movies that it's so forgettable. So is many people—is it? People...
2: Is it? Okay. Everyone
1: I've heard talking about it since 2009 has said it looked really nice in 3D, but I have no idea what it was about.
0: It's it's actually won an award from um, Rotten Tomatoes, I think it was, as the most forgettable movie. And for them to say a movie's forgettable doesn't really mean much to me most of the time. But yeah, but that's most Rotten Tomatoes
2: think. though. They they just not a good. Yeah.
0: Oh, hang on, hang on, stop presses. The <laughs> DJ is actually bagging out Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Normally, yeah. you go by the. Whenever I suggest watching a movie, you, you always go. But Rotten, listen to what Rotten Tomatoes says about it.
2: Yeah, I, I, I do. I do sometimes act like a Rotten Tomato shill on that. On on certain on, on most on most on certain occasions, but yeah, ugh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's just one of those. Ah, uh, it's, it's just a, one it's of a those
0: mind-numbing. Let, let's not let you think for yourself, like reality TV does.
2: No, it's more of those. Sometimes they get it right, sometimes they don't get it right. Actually, basically.
0: who was it the other day that was paid out on um, Kim Kardashian? For, she's only famous because she's made a porno. Wait,
2: wasn't it... Um, who was it that... I remember a certain person that made that comment, but I forgot the name now. Uh,
0: we'll have to look it up for you guys. But keep going on with your thing.
2: But yeah, so Sigourney uh, Weaver is saying that there's, the, the, they started working on the new Avatar movie, and um, it's going to be pretty good from what she said.
1: Of course, she'd say that.
2: Yeah. So she said that we've almost started to, to do it. When I was working with James Cameron, but by the time we we were, we were put off by Fox, Neil has gotten so many jobs <laughs> that we got to wait. proper we have to wait. Probably. So. John I'm Bon Jovi. Doing- hmm.
0: John Bon Jovi. That's who it was. Ah, uh, I'll try and find the article. Sorry, I just remembered.
2: That's okay. So he, she's, bi- and so she said, "I'm busy doing Avatar four and five. I love working with Neil, and I think he's doing a terrific job. And James Cameron really thinks it's a great idea. So you would never know. Right now, I think Neil's got like three projects going at once, which will be interesting. Which is interesting. But yeah, with um the new Avatar movie, like it's with Avatar two uh, its budget is pretty insane. Avatar in of...
0: itself had a pretty insane budget.
2: Like how much was it the first time? The first one was two hundred and thirty seven million. That was its budget.
0: But he also had to do, like James Cameron had to have technologies developed and invented to be able to make the movie.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a
0: project he had wanted to make for a long time, but he needed to develop the technology to make it. Like you gotta you gotta love a bloke that has an idea for a movie, and the technology to do it doesn't exist. So what does he do? He works to make it happen.
2: Like touchscreens. Oh, that was uh, a beautiful thing.
0: Like the whole, it, like it wasn't just that. It was like the, because you could just trick that up. Like they've been doing that for years, but a lot of the a lot of the stuff with the CGI and that, it there just wasn't the, the requirements for it. So oh, yeah. actually, they actually had to develop it and make it.
2: Yeah, even the motion capture. Now, when you look at it now, it's Avatar was like the foref- was at the forefront of creating yeah. in awesome f- motion capture.
0: But anyway, um, since we're already talking about <laughs> being out in the middle of the, the stars <laughs> and floating around in the universe, yeah, and I'm not sure whether that was um, the professor snoring or farting. sounded kind of uncomfortable though. Little column A, little column B. Well, you mean you can do both at once? Might as well. Um, We've actually got the slow death of the galaxy who is um, being captured by the CSIRO and a professor at the ANU, or Australian National University for the Uneducated. Um,
1: (laughs) I know what you meant, but it sounded like you were saying the university for the uneducated. (laughs) <laughs> well, I've met
0: people from there, and yeah, some of them are kind of uneducated. But um, yeah, the Small Magellanic Cloud has been suffering a powerful outflow of hydrogen gas and is dying. <laughs> outflow of gas, yes. It's it's farting to death. The scary part is the Milky Way is absorbing the gas.
1: It so it's fact like this... what's going to happen to us in like 13 billion years when Andromeda gets here? Yes.
2: <clears throat> so the, but the Milky Way is not distancing itself from the death uh, from the dead galaxy is it? No,
1: because the Magellanic Clouds are our
0: little buddies. They
2: are next door neighbors.
1: <laughs> They've just been hanging around here for the past couple of billion years and we're all like, look at that fuzzy thing, isn't it cute?
0: <laughs> <coughs> well, when when did, when cause Magellan was what was he Renaissance or earlier? Yeah, I think so. He, he he was the one who discovered them, looking through a telescope of just polished lenses. So yeah, they've been been around for quite a while. But um, the ASCAP, which is i have got to make sure I get this right, the um, Australian Square Kilometre Pathfinder. Away. <laughs> Sorry, what was
1: that? It's the Square Kilometre Array Pathfinder. Yes. We talked about this like 15 episodes ago.
0: Yeah. I, I always just want to try and make sure I get it exactly right though because Ooh. it's just one of those things you, you don't want to stuff up on because these guys are smart enough to find out where we are. So. I, um, I just looked up Magellan to work out when he
1: lived. There's a penguin named after him.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You know, more proof that the penguins are our overlords <clears throat> that are taking over. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God!
0: But he must have been a good ser- servant to them because they na- they allowed a- one of their army to be named after him. <laughs> they shared the secrets of the
1: stars with him
0: <laughs> that's how he that's how he got on the ends discovered the magellan clouds
2: oh my god this this would be an interesting conspiracy theory moment now
0: that's always interesting that's kind talking, of the point. Of talking What are you worried about <laughs> but um yeah it's it's a sad day that we're witnessing the slow death of a part of the solar system but well part of is,
1: the universe
0: we're well, part of the universe sorry.
1: bigger than our solar
0: system um but the all the data that they're going to get from this i i'm just overwhelmed about how much information they're going to be able to develop and process <laughs> for what's actually happening with all of this because it's Yeah, the amount of it's because it's a dwarf galaxy, so we're actually witnessing what could happen to the Milky Way. Well, what is going to happen to the Milky Way eventually?
2: So, wouldn't we normally get like um, effects of a dying star, like for example, the supernovas and the black holes? But it's
0: it's not just a star, it's the galaxy.
2: Oh, I get that, but like
0: it's multiple stars and so forth. So,
1: when galaxies merge, it's very rare for things to actually hit each other because space is really big. But it does mess up the gravity and can send things slingshotting off into no- to nothing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it could, we, which can lead to the birth of new galaxies and could also be the birth of a comet, that sort of stuff. But it'll also see the realignment of a lot of stars. So there's going to be gravitational forces out there which could reveal black holes that were hitherto unnoticed except for mere suggestions of gravitational anomalies. So that's, yeah, that, that's what when I, when I say about all the data that's coming through. There's just so much that's going to be happening that, yeah, it's just mind-blowing to consider. Hmm. Now I've had a massive nerd outpouring. I um, suppose we should move on to something else on or do you guys want to keep talking about this?
2: Oh, uh, you're the host. You're
0: leading the show tonight, Bucky. Yeah, but I'm trying to be respectful in some ways. I'm just checking to make sure you guys are happy.
2: Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good.
0: I don't 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 actually normally care about whether people are happy, but I am this time. Okay. Um. So, what game have you been playing this week, Professor?
1: I played Statues.
0: Okay, but what computer game? <laughs> statues.
1: It's a game inspired by the Weeping Angels of Doctor Who. Okay. And it's... (coughs) I actually was going to play it for a Halloween special for my YouTube channel, and it took me several years to actually get it working because every Halloween would come up and be like, hey, I should do a Halloween special. I'll do this game. And then my computer would break while I was recording. So I thought the game was cursed, but I finally got it working and I've completed the game and it stops holding up after about the second level.
0: Okay, so it's not as good as what you thought it would be? No.
1: The first two levels, um, you're in a hospital and a shopping mall. The They're really good compared to the other levels because of the uh, environments. In mm-hmm. the hospital, you've got statues beating down doors and chasing you while you have to find bolt cutters so you can cut the chains off the front door and escape. Then in the Mm -hmm. mall you've got to reactivate the lights and you have to run around the mall and kite statues so that you can hit all the switches. But the rest of the levels don't hold up to that standard because the environments are either too open and there's no real challenge in not getting grabbed Mm -hmm. or there's some stupid gimmick going on there um, that just doesn't fit with the flow of the game.
0: Okay. Sounds like someone's got to be bored with their own project when they're making the game.
1: Possibly. And then the last level, I have no problem spoiling this because it's really not worth playing through. The, um, the final boss, you suddenly have the power to blow everything up, and you're just blowing up uh, the statues and the other monsters until you finally, the big reveal, you fight death. Like, a giant avatar of the Grim Reaper, just basically by zapping him with magic beams that shoot out of your hands.
0: Ah, well, that's out of your hands and not out of your bum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it suddenly turns into a, an action game, but it's not a very good action game because there's no reloading. So you basically sit at the entrance of each arena as you go and then blow up every statue that comes towards you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's really not a whole lot of challenge to that level.
2: Okay. But there was so much fanfare, wasn't there, for this game?
1: No, there wasn't. It's a little indie project.
0: So the game such as we played as kids would have been more fun? Probably. Fair enough. Um, And what, what have you been playing, DJ?
2: I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2.
0: And have you been playing with the... Horses' balls?
2: Oh no, I haven't, I haven't entered that, I haven't entered the, into that realm yet. Okay. Although I will say the um mechanics for this game has been improved, has been more, has been improved a lot actually, and the graphics look very beautiful. They look very beautiful in terms of um detail, um landscape detailing to um the horse design, like the horses design, um horse designs, mm-hmm. to even um, the weather patterns. Okay. Well. It looks very nice. Now, is,
0: I, I heard a, a rumour apparently it was going to be on two discs. Is it two discs or is it just one?
2: Two. Two discs. Two. So you've got one disc that's the um, installation and mm-hmm. the other disc that's for the game.
0: Uh, for, so you got a, an installation disc and a play disc. Okay. Yeah. I was a bit How did it
1: take you to draw something obscene in the snow?
2: I haven't done that yet, but... Bullshit. <laughs> no, I haven't, dude. I haven't.
0: Are you talking about the picture I shared on Facebook?
1: Uh, no, one I saw on Reddit. Like, a few hours after the... Someone had already gone and done
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw, saw a um, meme on Facebook that I shared. Um, yeah, got guys running around in the snow and drawing a picture of a giant
2: penis. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're bound to see that happen, but yeah um i'm well, like I say,
0: I'm, I'm actually quite impressed that someone went to the effort of doing that.
2: no, what I'm trying to say is you're bound to see people doing crazy things and posting it up online Oh. but um, back to the game though um i'm still in I'm still early in the story in in the story mode, but it's pretty, like they've they've done some really good homages. For example, to the first game, like you you still you see some of the old characters from the old game in the new one as well, which is good, which is a right, yeah. which is a nice homage.
0: Do you get to do the shooting from the back of the train Ooh. like you did in the original? That was always fun trying to shoot the birds.
2: I haven't done that part yet. Like I guess I'm I'm you still can. early in the game. You can,
1: but yeah, yeah. I was awesome. watching a YouTuber and. Uh, one of the first things he did was jump on the train and take it for a lap of the map, just awesome. uh,
0: shooting everyone who rode up beside him. <laughs> cool, you got to love that aspect. Yeah. Um, so, any major quirks that we need to be aware of?
2: Not, 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 not from what I've seen.
0: Not that you've seen. Okay. Not that I've seen. I've heard people complain about the controls. Too complicated, or?
1: Um, the issue seems to be that they're context sensitive, and the yes. control for chat to someone is the same as the button for uh, antagonise someone, and it's dependent on how far away you are or something. So mm-hmm. uh, I've heard a few stories of people who have walked up to someone and then said, "Oi, go screw yourself," and gotten in a fight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, my biggest so problem. In other
0: words, they made the <laughs> game. On the same logic chip that we've got in the DJ. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, my biggest gripe with the controls, now that you mention it, is that um, it's not like the old controls that you get in the, old, um, in the old Red Dead Redemption. They've added a lot more. It's very contact sensitive, if you're right about that one. And there's also the fact that um, one of the controls, it's supposed to be an interacting object, but instead you go and take cover. <laughs> instead. For no apparent reason. And that really annoys me about that game at times.
0: So you'd be walking down the street and you go to interact with something and instead you die for cover behind nothing.
2: Yeah, basically. So everyone else
0: is everyone else is standing there looking at you going, Yeah, he's been on the moonshine a bit too much right now, hasn't he, eh? <laughs> oh well. Well you'll have to um uh, you'll have to share some pictures from in the game for us, mate. Um <laughs> have to have to bring them up for us and so we can see them and share on the page. It'll be an interesting sight to see oh yeah especially that especially if you're diving for cover behind a blade of grass <laughs> um I've been playing metro twenty thirty three this week and it's actually been a lot of fun, although I'm upset that after e three where we're looking at the latest metro release where you can actually modify your guns yourself and you're not allowed to be Metro 30- 2033.
1: Are you playing the Redux edition?
0: Um, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, sorry.
1: You uh, probably are. They took the original off sale a few years back.
0: Okay. Um, it doesn't say Redux on it. It just says Metro 2033. Okay. But, um, yeah, like I can't take the um, suppressor and scope off of guns to put them onto other guns and so forth, which is a pain in the neck because I managed to have an AK-47 with a scope and then I had to change over to a, a gun with a suppressor on it and I couldn't take the scope off it to put onto it. And I spent a huge amount of bullets to get the AK with the scope and I enjoyed using it for long-range shooting and now I've gone into something that doesn't have a scope.
2: I take it you, uh, take it one of the missions you enjoyed was the, um, the, the, the one that, that um we had to go to the strip club. I'm assuming.
1: Wait, spoilers! That's the sequel.
2: Ah, oh, I thought that was the. I thought that was in the first game.
0: Well, you, you obviously haven't played it because yeah, there's no strip clubs.
2: Ah, uh, I've seen it get. And what uh, are uh,
0: you? What are you worried about strip clubs for? You, you, you run away from them.
2: <laughs> I don't run away from them? What are you on about?
0: Uh I can produce witnesses that say you ran away from shit clubs
2: <laughs> oh
0: do we wanna go there?
2: Let's not go there let's right. not go let's yeah, not see there.
1: actually you're playing the uh original yeah. which uh the way it's considered redux is slightly better graphics. The original is the better voice acting
0: like overall i i i've actually <coughs> have really enjoyed it, and it's just. The minor mechanics of not being able to modify the guns, which mm-hmm. they've got in the latest Metro, but, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, if that's the biggest gripe I've got about it, it's a pretty good game. So where are you up to in the story now? Um, I've gotten to Polis and been told I'm not allowed to, but they're not going to help us. So I'm, I'm okay. just starting to um, make my way back. Oh, actually, no, I've got to find my way to the library to find out where the missiles are.
1: Yeah. So, uh, sort of the final act of the game. Pretty much. Are you planning Wait. on going back to read the books at any point? What books? It's based on a series of books. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they're in Russian because the guy is from Russia, but he released the first one as a free uh, ebook on his website at one point, And the sequels are slowly getting translated to English. But it's interesting because he's basically open sourced the universe, so anyone can write a
0: Metro story. There was I love inter- that. He he's actually encouraging fan fiction.
2: Yeah. There was an interesting story with the author um, a couple of days ago, where how he was saying that the Witcher, that the uh, author of the Witcher fan- franchise, was such a sulky, was a salty person. So, oh, yeah, you know. he's
1: talking shit about the Witcher author for not to, um because the which are all is salty about not taking the royalty deal for the games.
0: Yeah, I I know what he's talking about, but yeah, the, he yeah. that's a different thing. But yeah, that was just because he was an idiot. He he went he thought that he wasn't going to make any money, and now that he's made a fortune, he's going, oh, hang on, I could have made money out of this.
2: It's funny though how the author of the Witcher got was called into action because his wife <sighs> basically said, "You're not making any money. I want you to sue him." <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you're saying he's hand-pecked?
2: No, oh, no, maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Wait a second, what was it saying?
0: Uh... I, I don't know. You're the one who's talking about the fact that apparently some guys, has uh, old... a wife who's money-growing or not uh, not happy with him. Even though he make, made millions out of the initial deal. Wouldn't mind That's... having a couple of millions. It was, what was he? He got $16 million or something out of the initial deal. But anyway... While the DJ goes and looks for details of what he's blathering on about, let's move on. Um, we have our famous birthdays. We have Leyland H. Hartwell, former president and director of the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center in Seattle, Washington, and shared the 2001 Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine with Paul Nurse and Tim Hunt for the discoveries of protein molecules that control the division or duplication of cells was born in Los Angeles, California in 1939. Theodore W. Honch, German physicist, received one fourth of the 2005 Nobel Prize in Physics for contributions to the development of laser based precision spectroscopy including optical frequency comb technique, sharing the prize with John L. Hall and Roy J. Glauber, born in Heidelberg, Germany, in 1941. John Keats, the English romantic poet, um, wrote the Ode to a Grecian urn, which was absolutely enthralling, Um, had his birthday on Halloween. In 1795, so you got to look at that. He he's a an English Romantic poet who birthday falls on the same day as Halloween. Sounds exciting. Um, Judy, Juliet Juliet Gordon lowe an American activist and founder of the Girl Scouts of America, was born in Savannah, Georgia, in October 1860. That, that's so um, the Boy Scouts have got Girl Scouts to. Camping with, rather than picking on the brownies. That's right, isn't it? There, um, Professor. Yep. Because let's let's all face it, girl guides and brownies are annoying. They're not as good as scouts. Oh, having a girl guide in your pocket is better than having a brownie in your pants. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. I was, I was I was waiting for you to say that. That's a joke. That's almost as old as me. Probably older, in fact. Um, the 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 absolutely. Immensely fantastic and amazing John Candy, the Canadian actor and comedian from movies such as Uncle Buck, Cool Runnings, and many others, was born in Newmarket, Ontario in 1950. A man who's the only thing bigger than his heart was his pants. Um, also, this week in 1961, Peter Jackson, New Zealand film director. Famous for Lord of the Rings series and The Hobbit. Um, yeah, happy birthday. Don't think we've got any other shout-outs there, do we? Oh,
1: no, events of interest. Actually, there is a shout-out I just thought of. Uh, the anniversary of Houdini's death was uh, the 31st.
0: Oh, well, there you go. You have to pop, pop a link in there for the DJ for the show notes. Fair enough. Um, <coughs> 30th of October... In our events of interest, in 1866, the James James Gang robs the bank in Lexington, Missouri, stealing an entire $2,000, which was big money back in them days. Could have could have bought an entire farm with $2,000. Um, 1905, on the 30th of October, George Bernard Shaw's *Mrs. Warren's Profession* premieres in New York City. Um, once again, the 30th of October, 1918, British and Ottoman Armistice, known as the Ar- Armistice of Murdos, or Mudros Treaty is signed. Um, 1938, Orson Welles broadcasts his radio play, The War of the Worlds, causing anxiety in some of the audience of the United States. Um, that's putting it mildly. There were people actually calling the police and there was actually a response from the FBI and so forth because people thought that they were actually being invaded. Well, it's a good thing they managed to cover that up.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. So many so many people were, were actually panicking and barricading themselves in because they actually thought it was a, a live broadcast of the end of the world where they were being invaded by aliens. People were shooting at each other with their shotguns and whatnot.
2: Could you imagine that? Could you imagine doing pulling this sort of stunt right uh, in the current age?
0: Yeah, because the Americans are still kind of stupid. <laughs> well, come off it—they're the people who gave us reality TV, um, Kanye West, uh, mumble rappers. Like, seriously, have you looked at a mumble rapper? Pictures of like- mumble rappers make me, remind me of the the pranks he used to put on people who fell asleep at parties in the '90s, where you draw all over them with Nikos. <laughs> now they call, now they do that and they call themselves mumble rappers and say that they're tough. Yeah, I'm sorry but American and such
1: tortured souls.
0: <clears throat> who
1: are dumb enough to go and beat people up and then uh, dare people to kill them and then whinge when they get killed.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm I'm quite happy to help beat them up. Anyone that's that dumb deserves it. Um moving along before I get in trouble. Um, film premiere of One Night in the Tropics, the first film for Abbott and Costello in Paterson, New Jersey, New Jersey, sorry, in 1940. They were always a fun set of movies to watch, Abbott and Costello. Hey, Abbott! Um, <laughs> Clarence And Berentine. the famous uh, Who's on First? Yes. Uh one of the all time greatest comedy skits that's just never stopped. Um, yeah, uh, where was I? Um, Clarence Birdseye sells his first frozen peas in 1952. Since, since then, we've frozen everything, including the movie. But let's let it go. Including <laughs> Walt Disney. <laughs> I,
2: I, yes, I he's, like I
0: he's on the deep freeze. <laughs> um, 1973, the Bosphorus Bridge in Istanbul, Turkey, is completed. <laughs> Hmm? Well, no, no. It's it was Istanbul in 1973. We're not going. Yep. Sorry, You've got to keep up with the times. You can't hold back, Crikey! I'm older than you, and even I'm what, able to keep up with things like that. <laughs> you got to get out of Assassin's Creed mode. It's not Constantinople <laughs> anymore. It's Istanbul now. Okay, come on. So, yes, yeah,
1: uh, We'll write an essay and have it on your desk. Well done, Monday.
0: Monday. Remember, it's got to be APA style formatting double line spacing and everything oh god i'm having flashbacks yeah you want to be mean to me i'll really be mean um yeah this is the bridge that connects the continents of europe and asia over the bosphorus for the first time so prior to that there was it was you had to literally go in a boat to go from one continent to the other or in a plane and it's such an, it is actually a pretty epic bridge. And even today, you can still take a ferry if you want to. And it's a much more fun ride. Um, 1974, we had the Rumble in the Jungle boxing match between Muhammad Ali and George Foreman in Zaire. Is that all of the shout outs we've got this week? And that's all the
2: shout outs for this week. Uh, as uh, I was saying earlier on with the Metro 3, Metro 2033 author. So basically, the story goes that uh, Metro 20, 2033 author calls is calling the Witcher author an ungrateful schmuck. Basically, oh, there you uh, go. Yeah. So basically, he's saying um, Glukowski said that uh, said that as a gamer himself, he looks to Sapowski as an old fool, and he went on to state that the Polish author fucked up, and that the reason for his sixteen hey, hey, mi- hey,
0: hey. language.
2: Well, my my mistake. His words, not mine.
0: Yeah, but even in the article, they've censored that out. Come
2: on. Uh, And that the reason for his $16 million lawsuit against the developer CD Projekt Red is due to his wife nagging him about it in the evenings and then tries to roll it back.
0: Well, the simple fact is he's been called a schmuck by a Russian. So (laughs) I'm sorry, but you you must be a schmuck. (laughs) <laughs> if, a, if a Russian calls you're a schmuck, you're a schmuck. And if you if you were such a small minded individual to think it was gonna fail rather than going for the royalties, well then that's your problem. <laughs> you sold your rights. Anyway, that's it for another show. Um Are we actually gonna be at um uh, supernova? Have we set times?
2: Uh, I'm 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 I'll I'm be there. Deafened by the silence. I'm I'm I'll be there, like from 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 the first day to the last day.
0: Thursday to the last day, or first day to the last day.
2: First day.
0: Ah, oh, I was going to say cause I didn't think it was on a Thursday. Um, yeah. Everyone who's going, please stop by the That's Not Canon Productions booth and tell them you love us. Um, uh, say hello. We might be there. We may not be. I'm not sure when we're going to be there. If we are going to be there, we will let you know. Yeah. Um. Anything else? No. Yes. All right. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. Um, Twitter. What's our address?
2: Uh, at Nerds amalg- at, and Amalgamated. Sorry. Our
0: email address is?
2: Nerds.amalgamated at gmail.com.
0: And our Facebook page, as always. Um, yeah. Check us out. Let us know for any of our other episodes. Let us know what you think. Um, we always love hearing from you guys. Uh, yeah, other than that, have fun, live long and prosper, rule the galaxy, <laughs> watch out for Cthulhu coming through to take over and hoo from me. See you next week.
2: See you guys.